You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hi and welcome to the third in a series of mini edition podcasts looking at the King's Place Festival 2011. This runs from Thursday the 8th to Sunday the 11th of September. This is the fourth King's Place Festival and the unique formula of 100 concerts in just four days gives you a series of exciting speed dates with King's Place's yearly programme. On the 11th of September, Charlie Higson, comedian and actor turned children's book writer, talks about the history of horror and in particular his new zombie thriller series, The Enemy. We caught up with him on the phone to find out how his love of the horror genre came about. I suppose like any other teenager, it was through watching, um, well initially, films on TV, sort of late night hammer horror or whatever, and then obviously going to the cinema seems to be a particularly popular genre amongst teenagers. Also, you know, there were a few books. I read sort of Stephen King. And there was a very famous pan books of horror, which uh, were kind of rite of passage for teenagers in the 70s. They were very gory. Was there a, a favourite monster of yours when growing up? The one that I find most frightening and, and still do is, is, well, inevitably the zombie, as that's what my books are about. But I remember when I was at university, I put on an all-night horror show because back in those days, before videos and DVDs, you know, if you wanted to see any of these kind of old horror films that are around, if they didn't show them on the television, there was no way of watching them. So... I read lots of, there was a really good magazine called Fangoria uh, and various other magazines like that and books on horror. So there were all these sort of great horror films which you never got a chance to see. I mean, these days kids can just sit down and watch them on the internet. But back then you really had to work at it. And so what, what we hit on at university was to sort of do film showings where we would just basically just rent films we wanted to see. And we did one sort of all-night showing where we had Night of the Living Dead. I remember it came on sort of about, must have been about one in the morning. And the first sort of opening scene in Night of the Living Dead is quite, uh, it's verging on the cheesy, disturbing but slightly cheesy, and, and the audience were kind of giggling and, and laughing. But by the end of the film, it was absolute sort of stunned silence. It is a very powerful film, and it's still a very scary film. And it was the first of the kind of new breed of the Campbell zombie apocalypse type of thing of, of which is now the sort of most ubiquitous horror thing around you know zombies which are essentially humans but humans gone wrong uh, I do find very frightening and, and you know it, their sort of unstoppable unreasoning nature is, is most upsetting and I believe if I'm right that you test drove these books on your on your own children that's all I've got to go on really on, on the sort of reaction I mean when I was hard to to do my first writing for children, which was the young James Bond books. I'd never written for kids before, so I had no idea what level I could, I could pitch it at and what kids would put up with or get bored by or how sophisticated to make it. So all, all I could go on was to read each chapter as I finished it to my own boys and kind of gauge their reaction. Luckily, boys seemed to react pretty well the same universally to things, and as long as I could please my own kids, it seemed to please other kids. So then having done kind of thrillers for kids, I thought, well, let's do some horror books because I thought... If you can really scare a kid, they'll remember that book for life. So I thought, you know, if I can scar a few kids, <laughs> they'll never forget the book. And and do you feel a little bit surprised how popular the supernatural genre has become in, in recent years? Well, I mean, kids have always been into sort of monsters and, and, and whatever, but, you know, and there have always been even, you know, picture books about, about monsters. You know, I mean, The Gruffalo is one of the most successful children's books of all time. You know, kids love that kind of... Free song or something a bit scary, but it would also sort of, in the end, 
yeah, to make it comforting for kids. Um, I, I mean, I've certainly been amazed recently at how ubiquitous the zombie has become. You know, from Halloween through to, you know, kids' parties. Any kids can dress up as a monster these days. They seem to want to dress up as zombies. I don't know where, how this has happened. I think the influence of things like the sort of Tim Burton, Gothic, Corpse Bride-type films have had a big influence, certainly on girls. But... Um, yeah, I mean, the, the zombie has taken over now, and, you know, I'm occasionally asked to explain it, and I can't explain it. It just seems to have happened. And there's, and there's this um, great idea in your books, which must appeal to children, that the adults are the ones that become zombies. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I can't claim much originality in writing a kind of zombie apocalypse book. Uh, the only thing I sort of thought of, which, as far as I know, has not been done before, is the fact that, yes, it's, it's only the adults that have become zombies. Everybody over the age of 14 is either dead or essentially a zombie. And I felt that that was an interesting point, the starting point to write these stories, where... I mean, kids love reading things where kids are in control and they're in a kind of kid's world and they can do kind of things that adults do. So I figured you take all the adults out of the way, then they've got to do that. And it sort of touches on some ideas of, you know, what us as adults are doing to the, our children. And also, you know, it taps right into the sort of games you play when you're a parent and you've got small kids and you kind of pretend to be a scary monster and chase them around the house. And, they, you know, kids find this very exciting and frightening and be a monster dad be a monster and scare us and yes the idea in the you know I, I spoke before about books being comforting certainly for younger readers but there is no sort of comfort in these books the adults remain as zombies so those you know adults who are supposed to look after children that's our job it's completely reversed and i think that makes it that's a very interesting starting point. And you must be quite happy that your stories are on Puffin Books, which has released so many amazing and iconic sort of stories. I know, I mean, you know, Puffin that was sort of the establishment, wasn't it? It was like sort of Blue Peter was the children's television programme and, and um, yes, Puffin was the sort of stamp of approval for proper children's books and proper classics. Yeah, I mean, God, I should think Kay Webb, who founded Puffin Books, would be absolutely horrified if she could see what Puffin are doing now. But the thing is, you know, kids love reading the books. And has writing children's books been very different to what you've done so far? Funny enough, the sort of creating comedy, writing comedy, is the same, really, as writing horror. You're doing the same thing. You're, you're in comedy, you're setting up a situation and you're manipulating the reader, or in my case, the viewer, into, you know, perhaps they're thinking such and such a thing is going to happen. You lead them down a, a garden path and then you kind of do a twist or you do something unexpected and the response you want to get out of them is uh, a laugh. That's, that's the response. So you're, you're pressing all these buttons to get that response. You're doing exactly the same thing in horror except the response you want to get is a, is a, is a shock, is a scream. But again, you're leading them down a path, you're making them think one thing might happen or then something else happens. Bang, you know, you get, your, your monster jumps out, it's your punchline and, and the audience screams. So certainly on that sort of manipulative level, horror and comedy I think are very, are very similar. I mean, I, I, there's not, there, is, there is elements of humour in my, in my book. I wrote one for, um, for younger readers called Monstroso, which was the first sort of funny book I wrote. And that, that, was, you know, that was quite fun actually. That, and would you say you're enjoying scaring people? Well, yeah, people always like to be scared. Um, and whilst the sort of things that do scare us are, are, are fairly limited, you know, there are so many variations you can do on that, ways to reinvent it. And, that I, you know, and I think, I don't read particularly many of the sort of horror fiction writers. You know, in the 70s, the horror shelves were a sort of major part of the bookshop. 
lots of black books. Nowadays, much less so, and uh, except for in the sort of female um, horror romance type, fantasy romance area, the sort of black, white, and red books, from the, the Children of Twilight, which has become a massive thing. But for boys, I think the thriller has taken over, and certainly the sort of serial killer, gory type of thriller probably covers that that appeal that a lot of the, the horror books had when I was growing up. So I think maybe we're waiting for the, for the, for the new big thing in horror to come along. And will, and will that be you, possibly? Yes. I mean, obviously my books are primarily aimed at uh, sort of younger teenagers, but, you know, actually they say, you know, adults do seem to love reading them as well. And in fact, I find that a lot of parents get more disturbed and upset and scared by the books than the kids because this parental thing takes over where they think, oh, God, I hope nothing terrible happens to these kids. And of course, terrible things do happen. The kids just think, oh, great, let's have another gory death. <laughs> You've been listening to the King's Place podcast. The King's Place Festival runs from Thursday the 8th to Sunday the 11th of September. 100 concerts in just four days, a showcase of jazz and blues, folk, classical, spoken word, comedy and experimental music. Tickets are available from just £4.50 per concert with click and mix discounts available online and through the telephone box office on multiple ticket purchases. For more information and to book your festival tickets, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash festival. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk